Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hello, welcome to Red Men TV. It's the uncensored match build-up show uh, for Liverpool versus Sheffield United, or I should say Sheffield United versus Liverpool. Uh, today we are proud to be backed by The Athletic, the home of football writing in the UK. Got some fantastic journalists, as you know. They've got James Pearce, Simon Hughes, but other than that, they've got like Oliver Kay, Rafa Honigstein, Michael Cox, one of my personal favourites. Uh, really uh, great, great coverage of football. Um, you can get your 50% off discounts. Can it's a 250 a month for your yearly subscription. Works out about 250 a month anyway. Uh, it's www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash Redmen TV. Link in the description and as the pin comment. James Pierce has just done an article actually titled He Has to Adapt to the Position Again, and it's the return of Klopp's complete midfielder, overshadowed by gifted teens. It's a really great sort of in-depth look at Nabi Keita and a little look back at the game uh, midweek. Uh, we of course have done a, a final word show. Uh, is on the website if you've been enjoying the final words then do go over and check out this one an hour long with Adam and with Si it was absolutely superb uh, really really loved it and we got to talk about the likes of Harvey Elliott and everybody else uh, but fantastic we're going to get into this one Si for once we've got a well rested side yeah. and there's probably not too many talking points around the starting 11 no I don't think there is I think pretty much everyone who's going to start didn't even travel I don't. I can't think of anyone who, who's going to start the only concern I suppose is Mane isn't it because he yeah. didn't travel because it was a, a dead foot yeah well they, well, they were talking uh, I, I imagine that's a uh, that's a big injury we, for a football player yeah. we, we only really found out on the day of the game that, that Salah and Firmino weren't going to travel when that league squad list came out but we'd already been told that Man, Mane wasn't going to be travelling same with Shaqiri as well I think Shaqiri's definitely ruled out for this one I I hope we can get Mane back for it because without, without, we probably haven't got Origi to come in on the left hand side either we'd be sure without Mane and we've seen how good he's been this season he can, he, if we're struggling a bit Mane can win us a game like that and so fingers crossed he can get into the side and, and Adam Sheffield United aren't to be underestimated, really. I mean, any side that is level on points with Chelsea, with Manchester United and Spurs must be middle of the road. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wondered what was coming at the end of that then. You know, I was like, you can say it's upside. Um, well, you just got to look. They, they came back from two down at Stamford Bridge to draw two all, and they've just bounced Everton all around Goodison Park. So, by beating them 2-0, despite only having one shot. Uh, <laughs> Which is just funny, isn't it? Like it's just oh, it's I, I know this is a Liverpool account and someone's gonna watch this and be like, Oh, you just love talking about Everton, but fuck me. Is there a more Everton thing in the world than to lose a game 2-0 to a side that had one shot? <laughs> <laughs> Only what happened last season in the Derby in December. Oh mate, yeah. yeah. Oh, 
I still have like wet dreams about that, you know. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, the, the, look, the newly promoted side, and I think they look like the along with Norwich. The, there's two. There's normally one, isn't it? But there's two newly promoted sides this year where you're like, they're going to probably be all right. They're going to be mid table. Might push for the top half. Um, it's not a light game, but I'm so confident in this Liverpool team at the minute. I do think you know we should put two, three, four past them. And I don't see them scoring more than one, like, fluke against us. Well, well, it is funny, the Everton thing, and, and, and it is funny. It shows how good they are defensively, that, mm. they, can, that they can nick nick a couple of goals there and then just and then just defend for their lives. It shows they're well-organised, they, they, they will be sitting back against us. They, they, they'll be desperate just not to, not to concede. And even if they do concede, they'll probably still just sit back and still try and frustrate us and then maybe try and get an equaliser on the break. It's, and Bravo Lane's going to be tasty. Bravo yeah. Lane's a good little ground yeah. as well. Creates a good atmosphere. They're playing in the Premier League for the first time in in a few years. This is one of a handful of early home games for them. Did they play, still che- be did they play Chelsea at it. home or away? Stamford Bridge. Bridge yeah. So this is the first big game since he's been back in back in the league. They'll be up for it. It won't matter to them that it's an early kick off. That that old ground will be up for it. The players will be up for it. And they're well drilled. They're well organised. Yeah. Side. They're a different to Norwich, you know, because the the I, I don't know whether this is a good or a bad thing or whether I'm saying it. People might take it in a positive or a negative slant, but I mean it as a positive. They're a good British side, if you know what I mean. Like you know, they play football the way that we've grown up watching English sides play football. I, I just shite. Really like it. Absolute shite. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, interestingly as well, um, they changed all eleven players. They got beaten midweek in the League Cup. I think they had two two League Cup games, so they've actually had a few two games a week as well, which plays into it. I think sometimes uh, because big sides, when you get into the early rounds of cup competitions, sides aren't used to playing two games a week. But because this was literally their third round, they've kind of got a little bit of rhythm with the two games a week. They did actually have. A completely different eleven who got beat one 0 by Sunderland at Bramall Lane actually. So they'll be looking for a little bounce back as well, a little something to the fans to say essentially, I'm really sorry, I know we put a week inside out, but we need to get something. And they've prioritised the league important. Yeah, well, it, well, it looks like they've just threw the cup there, doesn't it? They've thought we the chances of us winning this are pretty slim. Let's ju- let's just not worry about it. Let's let, let we've got a bit big game against Liverpool. They, they, they put everything they had on the line against Everton at the weekend, so they will have been knackered after that. And then they've got this other big game where they'll be desperate to get a result. And and, and so fair, fair play to them for doing that. Yeah, this, this isn't going to be an easy game. The, the order of the day for us, Adam, really is go there, play well, no injuries, win the game. Yeah. Like it has been all season long. Yeah. And I expect us to do it, to be honest with you. I don't <laughs> think it's going to be an easy game. I think that, like, you know, they're going to try and frustrate us for the first. 20 minutes and just try and make it a bit boring that's what they want they want a boring game where we get frustrated but it's very rare we do get frustrated to the point where we can't break a team down now I think as fans we're very confident in the team but our players just look like you know what even if it takes us till the 85th minute we're going to get a goal so we're going to be sound I think it'll be a difficult start I don't think we'll score in the first 20 but I do think we'll score at least three goals they're going to play in a similar way to what Newcastle Newcastle played like at Anfield and even though Newcastle went one up in that game we didn't get frustrated we didn't try and rush anything we we just looked like we were assured and we knew that we knew that we were going to end up coming away with the three points and that's that's the way Klopp's got us drilled now. I say for, not for, so, sorry, for so long, Liverpool play a 90-minute game. They don't try and blow a team out in 20 minutes like the Rodgers sides. We know it's 90 minutes and I thought, you know, midweek 
we tire them out second half, MK Dons, and we did. And that's what Liverpool do. They just pull players over and over and over, patience, 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 get them running ragged, and then the last 20 minutes of the game, they're on their arses, and we can do whatever we want. We can go for the throat if we need to, we can get goals back if we need to, or we can sit off and conserve energy if we need to, because we've played the game how we and Klopp wants us to play the game. Um, little clip from the final word as well uh, that we, we recorded um, after the MK Dons game. It was absolutely superb. Here's a little clip from that. The thing is, though, if you think about what we're actually saying we're, we're not really talking about the results here do you know what I mean yeah. we're not saying like oh my god we've beat MK Don so these players are uh, whatever I think we're just it's just a great time to be a Liverpool fan and sort of sit and admire what's being built at the club because we're, we're not we're not really looking at the game last night and saying we blew them away and look how good we are and we could put this team out in the league and they'd win games because they absolutely would not we would not be sitting top of the league. If they, that created, was that. They, create, they should have scored at least a goal against us, shouldn't mm. they? You know what I mean? So, we, like, if, if this was our start 11 in the league, we, we'd be a bottom half team. That, yeah. that, that's, that's a fact, but we don't have to play them in the league because we've got 11 players mm. ahead of these lot who are going to get in. We're looking at two or three years down the line and going, well, a couple of these players might not be at the club anymore because they'll have gone. Uh, you look at, like, three years, I mean, you'd imagine Milner's no longer playing. I doubt Lovren's still going to be there in three years for a, a multitude of reasons. Lalana, he, he, he's on his way out. Cater and Chamberlain, yes, you'd imagine they'll be there. And the rest of them are youth players who you would say, yeah, they're going to be in there eventually. And it's just to, to see these players play with such confidence and not necessarily be as clinical as they need to be and be at the level we need them to be, but just watching them walk into a Liverpool first team and go, I deserve to be here. I think we're allowed to get excited about that without yeah, yeah. people oh, yeah, going... Without, yeah. without people being like, oh, they're... They're big enough, the big players, because we're not. I don't want to see Harvey Allo playing this weekend against Sheffield United. I'd be fucking fuming if he started that game because that's just not that's insane. But I, I, I very much enjoyed watching them. There you go. Then you can catch the final word on the RedmenTV.com. Five pounds a month. First month is free as always. If you've enjoyed the free final words that we're doing, the second one is always going to be on the website. If you want more of that, an hour long with me, with Sai, with Adam this week, uh, absolutely belter show. Just five pounds a month, as I mentioned, RedmenTV.com. So we're going to get into the preferred 11s now. Adam, I'll start with you, mate. Um, is it just as simple as the first team, or is anybody caught your eye? From the from midweek, where you think, you know what, I'd like to see a little bit more of them in this game with the first team. No, absolutely not. Um, it'll be <laughs> it it it'll be Fabinho, Henderson, and Wijnaldum, and then everyone else who never misses a game. <laughs> what if Mane? What if Mane is injured? If Mane's injured, I I think it's Oxley Chamberlain that comes in. Okay, uh, I think after eighty minutes midweek. Yeah. I don't think there's another player who can, really, other than you, you, you try and put maybe Milner in and then Wijnaldum's got to play left wing or false nine or something. I think it's Oxlade-Chamberlain. I think he comes in if if we can't get money on the pitch. Um, yeah. Well, he refused to rule Origi out in his press conference for the game last weekend. Maybe maybe Origi's starting to get there. Maybe Origi's been training with the team and him not playing against MK Dons was because they're trying to get him fit for this game because they're not sure about Mane rather than he's he's injured and he and he and he's out for, for this game on the weekend. Also, what pessimistic. Also, what Sai was saying on the final word show is true. Oxley Chamberlain didn't look fucked after eighty minutes, and maybe that taking him off was we might need him Saturday. Okay, if all right, let's be let's be pessimistic then. Eriga Mane aren't fit. Adam's you gone with Chamberlain. Ox. 
Who are you going for? You could go for Oxford if you want. Um, Milner. Happy Elliot. Happy Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. If neither of them are fit, I'd be excited to see Harvey Elliott playing in that game. I don't think he will, and and, and if I'm predicting, I don't th- I don't think that will happen. But if there was one player that would get me excited when the team came on, that's where it'd be. I think he probably would go for Chamberlain. Yeah, the 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 perfect sort of fit for that for me is I, I'm not I'm not a major fan of Ox on on the wings. I'm not either, to be honest. Um, I like Kaita there, but I, I, it's far too soon for him after sixty. I hate Kaita on the wing. Do you? Yeah, I hate it. I don't. I don't. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, of I don't mind it. I like the way he moves inside. It changes the way we play, and he's not a man, eh? But I think he's better than Ox there personally. Like, I think you get the best out of Naby Kaita <clears throat> when you don't know whether he's going to your left or right, and he's breaking the lines. If he's on the wing, he can only really go one way a lot of the time, and. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't like that. It's a headache that I wouldn't like to see. and I'd, I'd hope that Origi is fit and available for this game. Other than well, that... I hope that Mane's fit and available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah. if Mane's not, of course. Um, so I think, you know, it's pretty obvious for us. It's Alisson, it's Trent, it's the two centre-halves that have been playing. It's Robbo, Fabinho, Henderson, Wijnaldum, and the front three, then Origi, then somebody else if one of them isn't fit and available. Is there an opportunity for us to change formation here in any way, shape or form I, if we don't I, have I, a left I, winger? I was, just, I was just thinking about that, maybe like a 4-2-3-1 kind of thing, maybe a diamond. Maybe you play Salah and Firmino up front with a, a diamond, maybe. Um, That's possible, but I, I, I don't see that either, to be honest. I think it'll, it'll be very <coughs> simple. If, if he's not fit, I think you'll see Ox. I think... Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. We could play a dime with 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 that, with that team. With who's the extra midfielder? Is it Ox? Maybe Ox. Maybe Ox in the ten. Maybe maybe he plays Genie in the ten. We've seen Genie plays in the ten for Holland, doesn't he? Maybe you play Genie as maybe like sort of a false nine kind of thing. With we've seen a lot of Wijnaldum. We've seen a lot of Wijnaldum on the left. It might be as simple as throw Wijnaldum out there and put Milner in midfield and do a job. That's the only. I think realistically, we can obviously speculate. Until the car's going, realistically, there's one of two things will happen: Oxley Chamberlain will play on the wing, or Wayne Alden will and Milner will go into midfield. I yeah. think. Yeah, I think that's probably about right. To be honest yeah. with you, I think, I think the most likely is Wayne Alden played on the wing towards the end of the Chelsea game. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. If the, if 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 Origi and Mane aren't, it's going to be interesting, of course. Um, so we've got some of the rival fixtures: um, Everton v City at five thirty. That's the rival fixtures done. Um, <laughs> but we do have to talk about Chelsea Brighton at three o'clock on the Saturday. Spurs Southampton. See anything for Brighton, Adam, against Chelsea away at Stamford Bridge? No, I think Chelsea and Joe <coughs> win at home, and it'll be that. That'll be where they get it. Um, they haven't won at home in the league, have they? No. They haven't won at home under Lampard at all. Well, um, yeah, I think I think that's where they get their their first their first win. That. Because Brighton haven't started particularly well in the season, and Chelsea, like they were all right against us, you know what I mean? They they could they realistically had a shelf to get something out of that game. Chelsea with Kante are a top four side, I think. Chelsea without Kante are seventh. Uh, yeah, I've, Abraham's still going to score them goals, isn't he? They they're not great at the back. Mount obviously looks really good. And it, I I think they're a top six side without Kante, but. But, but looking at looking at the way all these they're not as bad as Man United. No, they're, they're no, not fair. So, and you know, Spurs have been very Spursy at the start of the season, and Arsenal are so up and down that I think even without Kante, Chelsea would finish in the top six. Um, I, I I do think that on this rival fixtures, I think I mean realistically, rival fixtures we should just be looking at Man City now because it is. Liverpool, Man City, and then there's 18 other teams in the league. Genuinely, it's that the gap is that big. We're so much better than these other teams. Even even Klopp and Pep have been pretty much admitting <laughs> that in press conferences over the last couple of, week, it, couple it, of weeks. It's as well. just not close. It's 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 a very 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 much a two-horse race. But I I personally think I watched um, Leicester against Spurs last week. I watched the full game. Leicester were a better team. Mm. Not on the day. They look like they're a better football team than Tottenham. And there's a chance, isn't there, for someone to sneak into the top four? I, I really, really, really think that Leicester. I think Leicester. I would, I would put a large amount of money that they'll break into the top six. That they will be in the top six. I think, and I think because all the other teams are so erratic, they could sneak into that top four. I, I'm, I'm one of the few Liverpool fans. Well, I say that I don't really know because I don't. We don't really talk about them much. But I rate Brendan Rodgers mm-hmm. as yeah. a manager. I think he's a really, really good manager. I think people forget how young he is as a football manager. And I think people also dismiss that, that 18 months he had at Liverpool, which, let's be honest, was torrid. It was horrible. 
we just lost Suarez. We went from pushing all the way for the league to finishing, what, was it seventh? seventh. And then we had a really bad start and obviously he loses his job. In that year, he also got divorced and his kids moved away from him. And when you're going through a fucking nightmare yeah. of a divorce and your kids are being taken away from you, your mind's not going to be 100% on and, and, and bad, coaching but, footballers. But, but, and then bad results are building <coughs> up and up and up and on top of you and you know the pressures. Are, you can I don't, see why. It, 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 he'll have learned so much from that to, to look back on that on, on that 18 yeah. months to, to then go, right, this is what I did wrong, that he just won't have been able to see at yeah. the time because he was so young, because he was still learning on the job, because he probably didn't have the best the, the best team around him. It was it, it it was hard for him, but he'll be as I say, he'll be able to look back on that now and learn from it. James so, so Madison gets every team other than City and Liverpool in the league. Yeah, James Madison. I must admit, on Wilfred the, on indeed, the he walks into the Arsenal I love team. him. I wanted us to sign him. To be honest with you, as just a squad player, I think he's fantastic. But I would I would say Brendan Rodgers is definitely a better manager than Lampard. Definitely a better manager than Solskjaer and Steele. When I was talking to him the other week, he was saying he he wouldn't swap squads between Leicester and Manchester United. He rates their squad, which is kind of what you're saying there as well. He's a better manager than Emery. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 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 for me, as a league manager, uh, I like uh, Emery's won trophies on a lot, a lot of them in Europe and stuff. Uh, Emery's won the Europa League and has been absolutely terrible in every league he's ever been in, including. The I don't know about absolutely terrible because Arsenal never finished the top four with Sevilla, and he's the only. PSG manager post Qatari takeover that didn't win the league with PSG. But the the top four things is always skewed as we know because when we got to the Europa League final against Sevilla, our league form went boom. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that that always skews it. Um, I I I don't see Emily lasting the season, and I I like if you give me a choice between one of them, uh, I don't I don't think any Leicester fan would be looking and going we'd swap. Rodgers for Emery and I think Rodgers might actually end up being the Arsenal manager at some point style of football would suit their fan base and he's been linked to identity. Tottenham this week hasn't he, 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 he I think the bookies have made him the favourite to be Tottenham's next manager and, and, and there's a little bit of pressure on Pochettino I don't think Pochettino will, will be going before the end and of the, the season the big so, game of this weekend actually is the 8 o'clock Man United Arsenal on Monday yeah. Monday night mm. footy should be pretty damn good to watch yeah. it's good anyway isn't it um, yeah. but that I can't see anything but an Arsenal win and I'm kind of just hoping that Rogers, uh, sorry, Ollie's just in the job long enough to for us to sack a second United manager in second yeah. in two years. Yeah. That would be great. I um, I don't think Arsenal will win. Like, I think that'll be a score draw because I think Arsenal's defence is so bad, and United will get chances in that game. They're not good in big games, Arsenal, are they? No, no, they never have. They're not good really. away in big games either. And this is our old Trafford on <coughs> Monday night, a night game under the lights. Yeah. I don't see Arsenal getting three points from that game, personally. I don't think it's feasible. I think I think they'll score because United are not a great side, but there's absolutely no way that United don't get four clear-cut chances in that game, mm. and they're going to take one or two of them. We're we not even entertaining the idea of Everton do getting anything against no. City, no. They don't want to. <laughs> they can't, they and they points, don't want don't, to. They need points. But they... they, they even if, they, if, this game, sorry, if this game sorry, was, fa- they can, was five they can games need fucking the points season. all they want, they're not good enough to beat Manchester City. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's it, yeah, it's true. If this game was but if this game was five games from the end of the season, Everton fans wouldn't probably wouldn't want to beat City in this game because if, if it was tight between Liverpool, I, and, and, I always and hear people like this on the radio, but I don't know people that say that. No, people say what? They wouldn't admit the, it. Well, maybe if, if, if this game meant what, not until Everton could what? stop Liverpool the, winning the league. Then they wouldn't want Everton to win it, but they at this stage in the season, when there's still so much footy still to play, Everton want to win this game. That they, they want to get these points in a big game at Goodison, 
and and they, they and, and the they want to use it. Yeah, exactly. They want to use it as a springboard for their season to start. And so and so that happens. Saturday night at Goodison, that'll be loud, and they'll get beat three 0 what a perfect way to end the show Uh, but before we do actually um, obviously Adam is in Uh, Adam has got a tour uh, going around the UK right now but he has got a Liverpool date Uh, there's about 60 tickets of the 1000 plus tickets available at the M&S Bank Arena Friday the 4th of October October, adamrow.co.uk forward slash shows shows yeah you fucking nailed that Chris you're on fire today with these plugs lad I started pretty badly I could only go up if you remember the the final word so um, so yeah I mean I bought my tickets I can't wait to go me and the missus are going to be going we're going to make a night of it with a couple of friends of ours we're really looking forward I've never seen Adam perform before been watching his YouTube videos uh, Facebook videos for (laughs) ages now Uh, been obviously I'm a fan of Hot Waters Comedy Club on on Facebook as well I can't wait to see it Um, it's a hometown gig for you but it's not all. You've been touring. You've done so much around the Edinburgh Fringe again. Uh, it's been a good year for you, mate. It's been a big year, and this is like my like even before I was sort of touring the country. I always did an hour solo show in Liverpool every year, so it was always sort of felt like this felt like the the comedy Christmas for me doing my hometown show, and it's just it's so nice just watching it sort of the numbers go up because I I get them on my Facebook memories because they're always sort of this time of year. So the first was in the Crown Hotel pub which was like 70 yeah, people. Yeah. And then a year later, we were in the Holiday Inn in a conference room, which was like 120 people. And then we went to the Comedy Club and we did two shows at 150. And last year, we did two shows at 300 in the Epstein. And then this year, it's like we're over 1,000 now. And it's just... It's really nice just watching it go up and up and up and the venues get more and more exciting to play. And then, obviously, do you feel the pressure of having a hometown gig that's so big? Or No, I don't really get that. And I know this, like, to people who don't know me or maybe people who even do me, I'm not really asked. But it sounds a bit arrogant, but I, I thrive on it. Like, the way I look at it, and there's so many comedians who are the total opposite of me, by the way, and I'm be like, oh, my God, there's a fucking thousand people out there. There's a thousand fucking people out there. In my head, I'm like, there's more people for me to make laugh. Like, let's let's say that in that thousand, they're all there because they're excited to yeah to be. To, that's the, to make that's them the laugh. thing that I think is interesting about statistically, all of that. it's easier to make a thousand people laugh than five hundred because there's twice as many people. Well, I I think I, yeah absolutely. I I'd be like these are paid to see me. Yeah, they want to have a good time. They're yeah. paying to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna be enjoying it. It's not like you're walking in a comedy club and nobody knows who you yeah. are, and it's like. You've got to entertain me. I've chosen to spend twenty quid on a ticket yeah. to go and see you because I think you're funny. I, yeah. I should be an easier person well, to please, maybe. Oh, that's absolutely true. And you see it like I, I've always said, even if I got to like the fame level where you're doing massive arenas and you're on telly all the time and you've got a Netflix special and all that shit, I'll always go back to comedy clubs and do those gigs where they're not expecting you and they haven't paid to see you because. I see so many comedians who just get their little tour and fan base and then they only perform to them. And then when they have to do a gig where it's like on a show where they're not the, the selling ticket, where there's like eight of us on and it's like a charity gig or something and it's a fundraiser, they're not that good because they're, all, they're used to going on in front of 2,000 people who are like, oh my God, it's you from that thing and we all love you. We're already go oh, funny straight away. And they're belly laughing from like fart jokes immediately. Whereas if you go into a comedy club and it's like working class people who are on their one night out for the month and they're like, fucking go on then, it was fucking 20 quid to get in, I don't even know who the fuck you are. If you can make him laugh, then you can make your own fans laugh. So, 
yeah, I'm going to be in comedy clubs pretty much every day until next Friday, just getting this material tighter and sharper so that people come and see the show get, get 20 quids worth. Excellent. Well, there you go. As I said, adamrow.co.uk forward slash shows. Uh, not many tickets available. You will have to move quickly to get that. And of course, big thank you to you guys for liking, for subscribing, for watching, for commenting, and The Athletic, of course, for sponsoring us. Uh, Theathletic.co.uk forward slash TV will get you 50% off your yearly subscription. £2.50 a month that works out. There's no ads, no annoying pop ups, just the best written content uh, of, around Liverpool Football Club anywhere in the world. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time. Ta-ra. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. <laughs> Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris, and Mop Master dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.